But my point is, if you have a friend that is a, is a one bedroom or a studio, um, or even a roommate, and they've been in that same place since February or March, and all you've done is text them, and you haven't looked them and asked them, how are you? Not what's up, not what's going on. I'm saying, how are you? Are you okay? Are you good? Just wanted to give you a shout, see how you were doing. Give them permission to feel vulnerable. I don't care if you're a guy listening to this and you're like, Jeremy, you're kind of being a bitch. Dude, grow the fuck up. Okay? Grow up. I have no, I have no time or patience for anybody that's going to be like, Jeremy, you're being soft. I'm not being soft, man. Be a decent human being and go call your friends and say, hey, you've been quarantined solo for five months. How, what's, where's your, how's your head? Are you good? Anybody in your... Look, guys, like solitary confinement is a punishment in federal prisons. Hello, everybody. My name is Jeremy Franchese, and you are listening to First Floor Conversations, where the view at the top is only as good as the foundation which preserves it. Today on episode 55, we're talking about mental health. For those tuning in, thank you, whether it's on the video, whether you're listening. I appreciate you hanging out. appreciate you tuning in. Um, Want to go solo this time. Uh, we're going to start loading up the interviews in subsequent episodes, but uh, it's a Friday. I uh, want to record a little bit, want to talk. I just put up a post on Facebook and I kind of want to expand on it a little bit. I think that we get so heavy in business and career and development that sometimes we're not as cognizant of the other moving parts. And um, and so I'm going to start off, I'm going I'm to read the post. Okay, I want to explain why I put it up, what happened uh, as a response to it. And then we're going to dive in from there so you can kind of get an idea of what I'm, what I'm trying to get at here, okay? Here is what the post said. There are always reasons to stress, fight, and be angry. Give yourself permission to enjoy something today. If you can't find a single reason, message me. Together we'll find something worth smiling about. Happy Friday. All love, Jay. The reason I want to take a minute and talk mental health is because I think oftentimes um, Mondays get the bad rap, right? Like if you're not, if, if your your mental health is off, then Monday gets the 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 beast of the atten- you know the bulk of the attention as being like the big hitter in the week. In my experience, just being like there for a lot of friends and like I, you know, if you know me and if you're if you like. I am very loud about like, call me. If you have anything, can I help call me? Just let's talk about it. You know, you're never alone. Um, and I think with quarantine, a lot of people with COVID are now spending more time in isolation and and it's causing some stress. Some people thrive under that environment. Some do not. And Monday gets the bad rap. But the truth is, in my experience over the last 25 years uh, of being there for friends and talking to people, Friday is, is a lot harder than I think a lot of people realize for people that are struggling with mental health, depression, feeling lonely, because they know that everybody else is going into their weekend looking forward to friends and social and like all that good stuff. And maybe they're not. So I put up the post really just saying like, if you want to talk, let me know. And within the first Five minutes of that post being up, I had some, it literally said, if you are having trouble finding something to smile about today, message me. And I had a number of people message me. One stood out more than others. And the reason I highlight this is because 
it was a message from a friend and she messaged me on Facebook and said, I need help smiling today because I just got a brutal blow, so to speak, that she wasn't expecting. I said, okay. I texted her. I messaged her back and said, hey, I'm in and out of meetings all day, but I'm here. I'm listening. I promise. Let's talk. What's going on? Can you share with me what happened? And she said, I just had a miscarriage and I wasn't expecting it. It came out of nowhere and she started to share about it. And the point is, I don't think she would have reached out if I didn't put something up, but she wanted, she clearly needed to talk to somebody and maybe not somebody that's her family. Maybe not somebody that's like a best friend or maybe not somebody that's like, you know, immediate family. Sometimes you need an outside voice. something that, that can just be a, 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 a backboard to just throw things off of. And, um, and from the surface, you think that somebody like this is like having the best week, good news, things are going well. And it reminded me a lot of just don't make assumptions. And if somebody's having a tough time, be patient and listen. Too many times, you know, I put up a video or a post about this a different time, but it talked about um, the hardest thing about maintaining long distance relationships, whether they're platonic or intimate, is that when people actually ask you how you're doing, you have to ask yourself almost, are they willing to listen to the full answer so I can give them a true answer? Or should I just forget about it and move on and give them the, I'm good, things are well, how about you? But the reality is you do that enough times and that person no longer knows what you're actually doing in life. And then the relationship starts to get a little bit less strong. So, you know, back and forth, still talking now, you know, um, I'm going to be on my way up to Jersey, see a buddy this weekend. And, um, you know, depending on, on timing, like I'm going to probably make a bunch of those calls to people that reached out to give them a little bit more time and, and like, let's talk about it. But I don't want this episode to feel like I'm harping and, and look at me. I'm awesome. My point is, if you're going into your weekend and you're looking forward to it or you got cool plans, take one second and think about the friend you haven't talked to, haven't talked about, haven't heard from and see how they're doing because you may be excited about your weekend, but they may be alone in that apartment, in that condo, in that house, just trying to figure out what's wrong. And there may not be anything wrong, but they may not know that because they're still in their own head. And when you're excited about going into your weekend and you may be stressed about your Monday, they may be in the opposite mode. They may be saying, I like when Monday starts because I'm wrapped up in work and I'm busy and I can't think about the shit that's bothering me. But every time Friday comes around, I get anxiety because I don't have plans. I don't have people to hang out with. Nobody's called me. And so my point is mental health isn't this cool thing you share about. And it's like, Ooh, I care about mental health. It's about you freaking calling people and talking to people. A good friend, uh, Karina put up a post, um, shout out Karina. She shared it from somebody else. And it was like, there's, I'm going to butcher the quote, but it was like, there's a difference between friends that call you when they have free time and people that make free time so that they can call you. I really like that. I really like that, you know? And so I just, I, I guess this is going to be a pretty tight, pretty quick episode. Um, but the, the punchline is like mental health, isn't a hashtag. Um, mental health isn't something that is like, Oh, we did it. Now we're healthy. It's typically an ongoing process. And we're in this environment where we're really virtual, really remote. Uh, you're spending a lot of time alone. And I think oftentimes we forget to make a call to somebody that we just maybe haven't seen in a bit, you know, visibility is really, you know, it's kind of important when you think about who do you think about frequently, if they're not visible, sometimes you don't think about them. Mental health matters. 
So again, I, I didn't put this up to be like, look how awesome I am. I, I brought it to life to say like, there are actionable things you can do that isn't posting on social media to help people. In this case, I put up a post to create dialogue, to create conversations with people, to either be in text and messaging or to say, look, this sounds really important. Can we talk later? And yeah, you're right. It means that there's time being spent on my end to talk. But like, do you care about them? Like, maybe it's just how I'm wired, but but we're in a world where it's going to be remote and virtual for a while. We're not going back to normal. States are closing, right? If we know that that's the case, we have an obligation to call our friends and loved ones and people that we know that are in isolation and see how the, how the hell they're doing. You know, I put out an article uh, two years ago. It's crazy to say that. Two years ago, and it said grandma is the biggest threat to employer retention, employee retention. I put out the article that explained that. I said, grandma is your biggest threat to why your employee leaves when they start the new year. And nobody, nobody noticed it. And here's what I was talking about. And I, it's still probably one of the best pieces of, of, of writing I've put out yet, right? And the purpose was at work, your boss says, hey, how are you doing? You're like, I'm fine. They're like, oh, good. Okay. They move on. When you go home, your family looks at you in the eyes and they say, how are you doing? How's work? How's your boss? You give them the, oh, I'm fine. Grandma comes in. They're like, you sure about that? You don't sound like it. Nancy down the street's been doing really well. Maybe you can talk. Maybe you can see what she's doing. Are you sure you like that place? Do you like the people? You don't sound that excited about it. They go in there. They dig into the question. They really think about like, are you sure? Because you're bullshitting me. Right? Maybe just my Italian's coming out, right? But the punchline is you kind of do need to do that with your friends if you love them. Most people aren't going to just start vomiting their emotions and their, and their vulnerability. Reach out to your friends. Mental health matters. It's not a hashtag. It's not a movement. It's not like, oh, mental health. It's like human beings helping human beings feel better, more powered, and more safe in their skin. It's, it's helping people like, you know, it, 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 we have an internal thermostat, right? Like Ed Milet talks a lot about this. We have, we have a thermostat and it's, and it's a thermostat that's predicated on, or excuse me, aligned with whatever things we value in life. It could be money and finances. It could be health and fitness. It could be professional aspirations. It could be intimate relationships. It could be anything, but you have a thermostat and the concept of like, you're the average of the five people you spend the most time with, you average out. The thermostat reference is kind of the same, right? So like if you're a 60, right, you're, you're 60 degrees in your happiness, and somebody in the room comes in and they're like an 80, like they're bubbly through the roof, excited, they're loving life. Like it'll naturally adjust yours a little bit because it's like, it's such a difference, right? You spend enough time together, either one's going to come down or one's going to go up. It's not going to just stay that way. When you're with your friends and they're alone, excuse me, when they're, when they're in their own world, their thermostat is whatever they're at and there's no other influences. They consume social media, they'll consume their TV shows, they'll consume creative outlets, but like for them to personally change the thermostat, it's a lot of work. It can be really hard. And if you're in a rut, it's really difficult. As a good friend, you can reach out and input another piece into that equation to help them adjust that thermostat. So if they're 50, they're 50 degrees of happy because something's wrong, but you come in and allow them to feel heard, to listen to them, not tell them what the fuck to do. So sick of people like be like, yeah, like I helped this friend. I, you know, they, I'm like, okay, what'd you do? And they're like, I just told them like what they should do. I'm like, who the fuck are you? Who are you to tell them what to do? Maybe they ask you for advice. That's one thing. Most people want to be heard. 
They want to feel understood and they want to feel like they're valued. Listen to what they are talking about. Understand what are the thoughts in their head because that is what's creating their state of mind. That's what's creating their feeling. They don't need you to tell them what action to take. They need you to figure out how to sort out the thoughts that are guiding them in a way that isn't positive and happy. So as a friend, what I would recommend, listen, ask questions. And when you get an answer, dig deeper. So when I asked this person, I said, you know, you know, can you tell me? I didn't say what, what happened. I said, can you share with me what happened? Can you walk me through what happened? She told me what happened. I said, great. Can you share with me what you feel, like what's going on in your mind? I can't imagine what that feels like. And I can imagine that in any situation you want to place blame because it makes it feel like if you can say what was wrong, then you can predict if it's going to happen again or not. And so I can assume you're probably blaming yourself. Because it's the only thing you can assess. It's the only thing you can you can audit. But we know that that's not the case, right? These things happen. Can you share with me what you're thinking about right now? What your what your concerns are? Response. My point is, people sometimes take time to get to where they're really thinking, because they don't know if they trust you, even if you're best friends. People don't vomit things that are really personal to them. So. What am I getting at? Let me take a drink real quick. This whole podcast is about building a foundation that is sustainable and scalable and can support the life you want to build. And when you are not happy, when you are depressed, when you feel emotionally out of, of, uh, out of sync, it's really hard to do anything else. And whether you can't relate to that directly um, or, or whether you can relate to that directly or not, the truth is you have friends that are having a tough time. They may not show it. They may not seem that way. Um, I was really grateful when we did episode 52, I think it was, when my buddy Robbie Martin joined and he was talking about social anxiety because he's one of the most likable people I have ever met. He's one of the most genuine people I've ever met. He's one of the most honest people. He's the most diligent. He's the most thoughtful. But he's somebody you would never expect that from. So when he shared that, a lot of people reached out to him. And like together was like, damn, I didn't really, I wouldn't even have thought of that. And so I I almost am grateful that he brought that up because it gave people permission to, to realize like, even somebody that's making good money, doing well professionally, has a good network, a good brand. People love, trust, and respect him. He has a loving family. Like, people care about him. He's seen at the party. Like, he's the fucking guy, right? Even he has some things that are, are still uncomfortable when it comes to just the life we're living. And so the reason I wanted to jump on, the reason that I'm going to keep this to 15, 20 minutes or so is that I've been thinking a lot. And I'm, I'm kind of in this interesting state of reflection, I guess. Um in that there are certain things about this this period that are going to permeate everything moving forward. And I feel like a lot of people are not reacting in a way where this shit's going to be the way it is. I'm not saying that the world isn't going to go back to offices. We're not going to go back to being in person and yada, 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 blah, blah, blah. But my point is, if you have a friend that is a, is a one bedroom or a studio um, or even a roommate and they've been in that same place since February or March, and all you've done is text them and you haven't looked them and asked them, how are you? Not what's up, not what's going on. I'm saying, 
how are you? Are you okay? Are you good? Just wanted to give you a shout, see how you were doing. Give them permission to feel vulnerable. I don't care if you're a guy listening to this and you're like, Jeremy, you're kind of being a bitch. Dude, grow the fuck up. Okay? Grow up. I have no, I have no time or patience for anybody that's going to be like, Jeremy, you're being soft. I'm not being soft, man. Be a decent human being and go call your friends and say, hey, you've been quarantined solo for five months. How, what's, where's your, how's your head? Are you good? Anybody in your... Look, guys, like solitary confinement's a punishment in federal prisons. If you have friends that are alone or maybe just one person and they've been in that space, maybe seen one or two people and it's been five months, call them. Reach out to them. See how they are doing. And I'm not saying call them and say, what's going on, bro? What are you doing this weekend? I'm asking you to be a human being for a minute and stop putting on the character of being perfect and call them and say, are you good? I'm just calling to see how you're doing, man. Anybody in your position would probably be a little bit wired, right? You'd be like, this is, this is not normal. And dude, you don't talk a lot. You don't share things unless it's good. You're, you're the life of the party. Everything's always good. But I, gotta, I just got to ask, like, how are you feeling? Are you doing okay? Any normal person in your position would be feeling a little wired, you know, a little up, you know, a little anxiety, whatever. I, I just, you know, you can laugh at me. You can joke, but I'm just, I, I wanted to give, I care about you. Wanted to see how you were doing. Same thing with the, like, ladies, call your friends, Right? Like, there's a reason why so many people get on FaceTime and they don't talk the whole time. They just want company. But I think that as friends and young adults and people that value real connections, there's a really, really big responsibility that we have to look out for people and to call people and to reach out and say, how are you doing? How's your head? What's going on with you? Right? If your own voice inside of you is not positive, it's very, very hard for your external voice to be positive, right? And, and sometimes if your internal voice is, is not feeling like it's, it's in the right place, but your external voice is like, it sounds perfect, like everything's going great, it's even harder for that person to be honest to somebody and saying, yeah, I don't feel like myself right now, you know? Bit of a wild episode, but I'm, I'm just... Um, when I got that text, you know, in, in the last couple of weeks, I've been getting more calls from people. And it's been people just calling and saying, what should I do in this scenario? What do you think I should do here? What are your thoughts? Can I talk this out with you? And I love these calls and I want more of these calls. And I, I don't give a f- shit. Um, I, I, don't, I don't care how, how busy somebody, like take the call, make the call, reach out. We are only as good as our relationships. I don't care how much money you have. I don't care. Like there are friends I have that have, are making a ridiculous amount of money. That's fine. But at some point they're going to like need to know if they have people in their lives that, that they value and that they care about and that care about them. And they know that. Right. But I think that regardless of money, health and fitness, you're, if you're, if you're, you know, weight or your relationship or whether it's a platonic relationship or your like intimate relationships, we don't check in with ourselves that often. Um, and we don't check in with our friends enough and, Again, I couldn't care less if you're, you're, you know, some, somebody listening to this and be like, damn, Jeremy is soft. You and I are just not the same people. If you think that you're too mature to go call and check in on a friend to see how they're doing at the risk of sounding like, like the soft one, like, like if you're concerned with calling that friend, whether you're a guy or girl and saying, Hey, 
I just want to see how you're doing. Where's your head at? Just, I'm checking in. I care about you and I want to see how you're doing. If you are too confident or proud to make that call, that says more about you, my friend, than it does about me. We're all virtual. We're not seeing our friends as much. We don't have these moments of going out as much. Call your friend. Ask how they're doing. And when they share with you something, allow them to indulge in the full thought. Don't say, I know what you mean. Don't say, like, great, awesome, like, totally makes sense. Totally makes sense. Like, don't make them feel like, like they're on the clock to finish getting this off their chest. Look at this. I can only imagine how that feels. Tell me more. Can you share with me more? Can you tell me what you're thinking about? I promise you, if you make a couple of those calls, you reach out to a couple of people, you're going to get somebody that actually is itching to talk to somebody, but it takes a little bit of prying and respect to get them to open up. And then once they do, I promise you, you will start to realize that that call was worth every single second. And I think you'll probably feel better too. I think most people feel good when they can help people. They just don't necessarily want to put in the time to give a fuck to actually help the person. They just want to feel like they're being helpful. They don't actually want to help. We're coming up 20 minutes. I love you guys. Um, Mental health matters. Um, We have to take care of people. And when I put up that post, it wasn't because I was, you know, like my stuff. Look at my, I'm so, it was literally because it made me feel like going into the weekend I was thinking about some friends and people I care about, and I'm like, I know their head's not on in the right spot, and today's more stressful than Monday. Monday gives them the distraction of a full work week. Friday gives them the stress of knowing that they may not have the things socially to indulge in for the weekend, but all their friends do, and they don't want to call their friends and tell them that because it makes them feel embarrassed, and I just, I wanted to put out a post, and I wanted it to say, if you need anything, call me. If you're having trouble finding a reason to be happy today, call me. And when I got that message that said, I'm having trouble smiling today, I need help. And I asked, can you talk to me about what's going on? And then she shared that she had a miscarriage. It was the moment for me where I was like, we have an obligation to really go proactively care for our friends because she wasn't somebody that I talked to frequently, but I care about her and I want her to be happy. Frequency doesn't doesn't dictate caliber of relationship. You don't have to talk to somebody every day to be a, a good friend of theirs. And you also don't have to be so prideful that you can't be decent. This is First Floor Conversations. This is episode 55. Um, the next few episodes are going to be loaded. Uh, a couple CEOs and executives. Um, everything from, from uh, strategy, sales, marketing. Uh, we're going to start to really kick this shit up. Um, shout out to Grace. Uh, who's been killing it on on the editing post-production, Lydia and Leah on the writing side. Uh, Thank you guys for everything you guys have been doing. Um, We're starting to do some things that are pretty special. And I think that the the community and those listening, you're starting to realize it. And I'm going to stay focused on, there's no ad spend yet. I'm not going to be providing friction in the listening experience. I want this to be as focused on you as possible. I'm going to inject my voice in this as I want to make sure that this isn't just me curating other people. I want you to understand who I am, what I care about, and start to give you some some idea of what's going on in my life. And right now, um, there's a lot of positive, but we are certainly in a world where uh, we got to look out for people. Just because you don't see them doesn't mean they don't need you. And just because you can't read their body language by seeing them in person doesn't mean that you shouldn't make the call or shoot a text over. And I just want to say this. Calling is not 
something that is selfish. If they don't pick up, they don't pick up. But calling them is, is um, I'm telling you, it can mean a lot. You can read a lot from how somebody says something. Voice matters. Tone matters. Language matters. Texting, I mean, people want to be heard. They want to be understood. They want to feel valued. And they want to feel like they're in a safe environment. Texting, just DMing, like that's not the right place to do the whole dialogue. So give, give, give people the permission to feel understood and to feel that they can share what they're thinking. Don't cut them short. Don't try to validate it by saying, I know what you mean. Don't immediately try to relate to them. People don't want you to relate to them. They want to feel heard. You relating to them is not the barrier to solutely to the, the barrier to entry for solving the problem. The the barrier to entry is them feeling like they can express the full thought that they're thinking and allow somebody to hear it, listen to it, and help them work their way through it. That's it. You don't have to have experience what they're experiencing. You have to listen and actually listen. You have to actually listen and understand where they're going, what they're thinking about, what their concern is, what they're afraid of. And if you're somebody that's too proud, you know, you're too proud to make that call, you're too proud to talk about it, it says a lot about where you can grow. And I think that's a good thing. But this is episode 55. My name is Jeremy Franchese. I'm your host. Uh, this is First Floor Conversations. The view at the top is only as good as the foundation which preserves it. And in this world, mental health is absolutely, absolutely critical for building that foundation. So love you guys. Appreciate you guys. Whether it's audio, video, or anything in between, stay tuned for more.